Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. All right, well, happy Monday. (laughs) Glad to get to laugh with you guys for a moment before we practice. That's always good medicine. So here we are every month. The third session sneaks up on me and I'm like, how did a month go by already? And here we are. The third session in our series, Back to School, is upon us. So we are starting the third session in our August meditation series, which is Back to School, Back to Meditation School. And already what we have talked about are the first two most common obstacles that stand in the way of a meditation practice that feels connected or deep or engaging. The first of which you'll remember is laziness, right? And this is one we can all at least relate to on some level on those days when you're like, you know, I would really just rather lie on the couch. I want to read the book. I want to drink the glass of wine. I want to chat on the phone with a friend. I just don't want to sit still and be by myself. Okay. That's common laziness. But the other, other versions of laziness that show up in our practice are becoming disheartened. That's when we start to say things to ourselves. Like, I don't know if this practice is doing anything. Do I, you know, I just don't have time for it. I'm going to do something else instead. We start to uh, doubt our own wisdom when it comes to these practices. And then the third form of laziness that we talked about is the sneakiest. That's the one when we say, I'm too busy. I'm too busy to prioritize the thing that's really most important, which is my own self-care, my own well-being, right? So we talk about laziness as one of the things that gets in the way of our meditation practice, whether it's common form laziness, being too busy, or letting ourselves become disheartened from the practice. The second obstacle that very often shows up in our practice, we talked about laziness, and we also talked about forgetting the instructions. Which sounds silly, like that that one I think catches me more by surprise than any of the other obstacles. Because I like to think, oh, I, you know, obviously I know, I know how to meditate. But it's so easy for us to sit down, to close our eyes, and then not actually check in and make sure we're doing the things that we're meant to do in the practice. It's easy to sit down and not make sure that our body is seated in a way that feels aligned and awake. 
We can sit down and not ever check in with our breath, feeling our breath, and we can sit down and not pay attention at all to what's going on in our minds. We forget what we're supposed to do in the practice. So we remind ourselves of the instructions. And the third, the third obstacle is referred to as laxity or elation. Laxity is sometimes I sit down to meditate and I fall asleep. Or sometimes I sit down to meditate and I close my eyes and I kind of know I'm daydreaming, but it's a pretty good daydream and I'm feeling pretty relaxed. So I'm just going to roll with that little visual that's going on behind my closed eyelids and I'm not going to stop it. So my practice feels really loosey-goosey. And I will tell you all my personal experience, if I'm not careful, because I usually practice very early in the morning, about 5 a.m. So I wake up, come downstairs, pour that cup of coffee, and I sit on the couch. And if I'm not careful, my practice becomes a practice of drinking coffee. And it's not a meditation right? Because I'm like, oh, I'm very relaxed and I feel pretty cozy here. I'm just going to have a sip of coffee and I'm very still, very still, very quiet, but I'm not actually doing the practice. I've gotten very loose with what practice means, right? So that's laxity. And conversely, sometimes some of us will experience things like very deep insights, brilliant ideas, surges of energy or things that feel really exciting, interesting, enlivening in some way. You're like, this is why I choose to meditate, right? But it doesn't happen every time. And so we sit down and we're like, but I, I want that vision. I want to, I want to hear that awesome wisdom that like gives me something brilliant to think about all day. I want to feel amazing when I'm done with this practice. So I get a little bit tight about it. Maybe I start to pitch forward in my seat a little bit and I'm grasping for something to happen. And whether I'm slumped back, nodding off, or leaning in and grasping for the thing that I want to happen in my practice, either way, what I'm doing is losing the practice. I'm becoming more interested in something else happening than what is actually happening. And so the antidote, the antidote is to let go of whatever it is that's happening and come back to our breath. No matter how good that coffee is or how soothing that daydream is, The minute we notice it, our work is to employ just enough effort to say, this is not the practice, let go, and come back and feel the next breath. And no matter how brilliant the insight is, the work is to say, I'm not here for that, come back and feel the next breath. In fact, my teacher who taught these obstacles to me always used to say, even if Buddha himself shows up in your meditation practice and says, you are it, 
girl, get up and start teaching. You're amazing. Even if that happens, you let go and you sit in your practice and you keep coming back to the breath. And it's there that we anchor in to the depth of our practice. I think it's really interesting because in a way, just those instructions alone are all the teachings you need for everything that comes up in a meditation practice. Those teachings alone around these obstacles, remember the instructions, employ just enough effort to be engaged in your practice and then let go of the results. Those three antidotes are the sum total of what we gain from a meditation practice. Because just like in a meditation practice, our day sometimes is a snooze fest or a daydream or we're lost in fantasies because we wish it was different or our day is full of energy and excitement and enthusiasm and ideas. And either way, the teaching says right here, this moment, without judgment, with compassion. It's the middle way, all the way. Yeah. You know, I think we talk a lot about equanimity. And that, that's what we're talking about right here. Even the obstacles to our, the meditation practice that we want, that we're searching for, the answer is equanimity. It's not always amazing. It's not always boring. And no matter what it is, if we show up, we take the seat, we feel the breath, and we notice what's going on in the mind, everything else comes from that. We're going to practice in a moment. And I, I'm just going to acknowledge that I'll save space at the end for questions, for comments, and we can really sort of dive into these obstacles if you want to, if questions are coming up for you around them. But the essence of the teaching, the essence of our back-to-school session is over and over again, finding that middle place. That middle place where we show up with just enough effort and we let go just enough just to be here. And I said, I think I said in the email that I sent you guys today, I said that I think this last one, laxity inhalation, has had the most impact on my practice. And I, the reason for that is because there's some gift that I found when I figured out that I could let go of what I thought it was supposed to be like, the practice itself. And sometimes I sit down and my practice, I'm confident my practice feels as bad as you think your practice feels like sometimes. I'm really confident of that. Sometimes I sit down and it's an incessant thought fest. And sometimes I literally am like, I would rather do anything but sit here on this cushion. Please, can I turn on Netflix now? Please. Right? Sometimes. But when you start to acknowledge that's normal, that is a normal human response to the work that we're doing. 
it stops becoming this personal shame thing. I can't meditate. I'm a bad meditator. We don't have to do that. We can just say, man, I really wish I could watch Netflix, but I committed to this practice. Man, I'm exhausted. I want to go to sleep, but I committed to this practice. Or I just had the best idea. I'm going to create the coolest course of all time. And I have to get up right now and go write it all down or I'll forget it. No, I'm just going to sit here and practice insights or not. And when the bell rings, then I go do the thing that I wanted to do. But I also gleaned that equanimity that comes from the practice. Yeah. So why don't we try this together? We'll do, as usual, a 20-minute guided practice. And we will wiggle around a little bit so that you make sure you feel comfortable. And if you want to sit back against the back of your chair or a wall, you can do so. You can let your hands rest onto your lap. You can let your eyes close if you like, or take a soft gaze down towards the earth. And together as a group, in this Monday night circle, we take a breath and inhale in through the nose. And we let go of a little sigh. And we do that once more, inhaling deeply through the nose. Exhaling out a sigh. And you let your breath flow like normal. And we start our practice by silently saying to ourselves, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as you say those words, you feel the reverberation traveling through you, through your space. through cities and states and countries of every practitioner here live and every practitioner listening to the recording later. And we acknowledge that we felt called to this practice for a reason. We committed to this practice. So let us take our seats mindfully fully sitting down into the chair, cushion, or ground beneath you. Imagine yourself letting go of your hips, your thighs. And trace up the length of your spine, letting yourself feel tall and awake. If you like, you could roll your shoulder blades back and down. And let the top of your head lift up and back just a tiny bit. Perhaps taking a moment just to notice 
that little bit of length in the back of your neck. And as we breathe, we let go across our foreheads. Feeling the forehead smooth and broaden. And gradually we let go of the skin around the eyes, letting our eyes rest a little heavier in their sockets. We relinquish any clenching in our jaw, softening the inside of the cheeks and the tongue. For a moment, feeling the chest rise and fall as you breathe. And feeling your belly, just let go of any gripping, any tightness. Noticing that when you breathe in, your belly expands a little bit. When you breathe out, your belly contracts just a touch. And as you feel those familiar alignment points, you know you have taken your seat. Within this seat, we turn our attention towards our breath. Drawing your awareness just inside the nose and you feel air as it moves in. And you feel air as it moves out. You don't have to describe this feeling. You don't have to change it. We simply sit inside our own breath. Feeling each inhale. And each exhale. And in a moment, 
We'll sit together in silence. And in this period of silence, all manner of things might happen. We might think a lot. We might have ideas, insights, or energy. We might be sleepy. We might lose ourselves to a dream. Whatever happens for you today, as often as you can, simply come back and feel the next breath.
whether you find yourself lost to boredom or pure elation and energy. Can you bring yourself back to feel the flow of the breath for these last two minutes? Feeling the breath flow here. Gradually letting the breath become a little deeper. Straightening your spine if you slumped over. Wiggling your fingers, your toes, reminding yourself of your edges. And together, we'll take one last deep breath in. Exhale out a sigh. Allowing yourself to land right here at center, regardless of what happened within the practice. And as you feel ready, you can let go of that practice, blinking your eyes open and releasing. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find this show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.